This is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are in the Players' Lounge. That's right. <laughs> on a Monday. Oh, on a Monday. Yeah. Barry Church is here. Took me a little bit, but, you know. Where's, where are you golfing today? Uh-huh. Where can, where can the gotta, fans see it? Where can we see it? I got to figure out. I got to make actual tea. I was just going to do the range a little bit today, work on the game, you know, okay. craft my thing. But my problem is when I go to the range, I can't just go to the range. I got to golf as well. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I got to figure it's something out. be calling me. It's just, it's call, just calling you know, They call it. I like that Jaguars teal you got you on know, there. Shot, shot, outside, come on, man. Shot, outside, man. Yeah, Shot said they didn't crack the code. Oh, they, they cracked the code because they hired a head coach. They know what to do. So, okay. We'll see. Yeah, Shot ready to go. Heckman Harrison. What's up, man? Baby, good to see you. Good to see you. What's going on? Hey, man, I'm just happy to be here. Danny McCray, good to see you. Good to see you. What's going on? What's up, Heck? How you doing, bro? Man? <laughs> Don't spill nothing on that shirt, though. I will not. I will not. Nice and white, though. I will not. One drop. One drop. Get that smoothie away from my man's <laughs> yeah. over here, okay? Barry, nice. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well, uh, dude, man. You hey, know. Louie, how you doing, hey, man? Baby, I'm glad to see you, man. Uh, man. Got, this, got the gladiator, baby. Got the, got the 43 grands of protein in here. Yeah. So, oh, you was mixing up something when I walked in here. What was that? Oh, this is this, this my Slim Plus fat burn. Oh, okay. Right I was like, man, that look illegal. No, it's part of the No, no, man. Trey, man. I'm to the way he busted out. I was like, that ain't right. That ain't right. My bad. No, no. I ain't mean it like that in Dallas. Down, man. I tell you, I tell you. Oh, he he down, man. Down, man. Nah, that was a flex. He flexed on you. We talking about national championship. This man talking about giving scholarships to kids. Handing out turkeys on Christmas. Old trustee. Old trustee. Like Nino Brown. I'm the best. I love it. Dude, hey, you, your flex that, is different, dude. That's, yeah, a, that's so the comeback different. from a guy who, you know, go to schools ain't won nothing. You know what I'm mm. saying? We don't win nothing. You go to two different schools ain't won nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find a school that wants something. On a Monday morning. Don't do it, Nui. Don't do it, Nui. Don't do it, Nui. Yeah, I see you. It's Good bubbling over there. Don't do it, dog. Hey, 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 hey. I'm going to tell you something. Nui not going to steal my shot, okay? Yesterday, the LSU women's basketball team won their first ever national championship title. Shout out, man. All right? And they went out there and dominated, scored yeah, the most dope. points ever. Mm. In an NCAA championship game, they did. All right, yeah. so that, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just want to show my show them some love, man. What's that, uh, Reese? You know what I'm saying? Alexis, Mar- they went out there and balled out, and they played against a great competitor in Caitlin Clark. And she, cold, she was man. out there letting it rain. Die, cold, die, die. You know what I'm saying? But we just had too much fun, man. Too man. much fun. We had underneath. We had Russell Wilson up there. You know what I mean, Russell Westbrook up there. You know, mid-range game. They was out there balling, man. So shout out to them. And there's some haters out there, but you know, who cares? Mm, mm, <laughs> who mm, cares? Mm, mm, mm. That's what I did on my report last night. I talked about, you know, what they did. The players. Players great. Players were great. So yeah, they were. It, man. it was great women's basketball. The, the whole tournament. Whole tournament was outstanding. South Carolina goes down. Caitlin Clark shows up. Yeah. LSU wins the first one. It, it was a great, great, great weekend of basketball. But really, I think you know what you're alluding to is all the press that they've gotten behind the taunting. Uh, that you know, it really, you can have an opinion on it, no matter what it is. In my opinion, has been everybody's talking about women's basketball. That's all that to me. That's all I care about. You can spin the narrative however you want to. 
But you're talking about great women's basketball being played, and, K- and Caitlin Clark is an assassin. Like, I mean, she's a great player, regardless of what people in, in LSU, what can you, as a team? Mm. Now, that's phenomenal basketball that was played. And so, look, man, as a part of my many jobs, bro, I call games, and women's basketball is one of them. And there are some women's basketball players, and I'm like, if, if she was a man, everybody would know her name. You know, and you need you deserve to be talking about Caitlin Clark because she's a one of a kind. Mm, I mean, you you haven't seen anybody shoot the ball at a percentage that she does. Mm. And the LSU women's basketball team, uh, come on now, squad. They won nine games last year. Come on now, nine games last year. Did you Mm. see? I mean, the way that they run, the how efficient Kim Mulkey had them playing. Like, man, that was a great game. And and so, look, they they gonna try and spin the negative, but really, what the positive is is that women's basketball is getting is getting a highlight, and they deserve it. I want to oh, get my girl that came off the bench too. Oh man, she came out. Was she twenty one points off the bench? Man. Yeah, twenty one in the first. <laughs> in the first, in the first half. In the first half, so, and then she she ended up with one point uh, in the second. And I asked her after the game. I said there was so much talk about. Clark, how'd you feel? Because you know, she hadn't made it. She really hadn't made a bucket in the mm-hmm. tournament. She didn't have a good tournament. Just turned it on. She's like, hey, I, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to felt like I was an assassin too. And, uh, <laughs> You're right. There, she got it right. done. And she was fun. And then um, 55, gosh, I'm blanking on her name. But anyway, I said, how did Dallas treat you? She said, Dallas owes me nothing. Uh-huh. I will come back here and celebrate again. And I had is. that much fun in Dallas, which uh, when I did my story, I talked about how this is the second time in seven years the city of Dallas has hosted the women's championship and you had another SEC team win it. That first one was a great game where you saw Mississippi State take on UConn and um, Morgan, I can't remember her last name, but from Mississippi State, hit that game-winning shot. Mm-hmm. They beat mm-hmm. they beat uh, UConn. Dak was in the stands. And yeah. then Mississippi State against South Carolina in that final. And, of course, that's when Don Staley and the Gamecocks won their first one. So that was, that was a great one, which I think, in my mind, just talking to listen to Monica Paul and company, that allowed Dallas to get the second Final Four this year because they had such a, you know, a great turnout. Friday I was in for the free workouts there. Yeah. Um, when I walked in, LSU was practicing. You know, it's free, packed full of fans, wearing, wearing a purple and gold who were there. Then I went down to listen to the South Carolina press conferences and, and chatted with them. And then after that, Iowa came through. So a lot of buzz as people were there to watch the ladies. Don Staley was like Obama. I mean, to wherever you couldn't, she couldn't go nowhere. Yeah. Where people were like, take a selfie. All, all these kids and all these players, people just wanted to be around Don Staley. So that was really interesting that Friday night when we saw the best player versus the best team. Yeah. It was incredible. It was incredible. And then yesterday, when I drove up, you should have seen the line of people waiting to get in there. Yeah. I mean, all the, the police were like, please stay to the side. People wanted to get in there. It was black and gold. It was purple and gold. People were all ready for it. And um, been a few Mavs games this year. I ain't seen the Mavs game with that type of energy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, Kateri what, what, what Poole is who you're talking about, number 55. I mean, Ball. Just, oh, yeah, she, oh, man, she that corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poole. And I think people don't understand how underserved women's sports are. It doesn't matter what level you go to pro, college, 
uh, high school. And when you have these kinds of players and, and you talk about the enthusiasm for the NCAA in Dallas, I, deservedly so. And I hope they bring it back next year. Yeah. Yeah, well, if LSU, they're going to sell out. Because one thing about us, <laughs> we're going to travel, uh, baby. Well, we it go. was uh, – I'm just saying, Toledo ain't down there. You know what I'm saying? That's Bottom line was both fan yeah. bases came out. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, it was and, rocking. And, and at the start, it was more it, – it was definitely louder uh, from Iowa. Those folks were there. And then, you know, you start getting busted in the mouth. And then they, mm. they were talking. But, but then the second <laughs> half when they came out, the energy in the building was great. Uh, Emmett Smith and I talked afterwards. It was just kind of like, man, we wish the referees would not oh, have been involved oh, in the game so first. much. Because that's – I mean, it's just like that, you know, those when Jerry talked about it a couple of years ago on Thanksgiving Day when it was all those flags against the Rays. Like, you know, people people want to watch football. They don't want to watch referees. Exactly. And I understand what you don't want is people, you know, doing things that are super flagrant. But at the same time, let the kids play. It was ticky tack. It was. It was on both sides. Ticky tack. You think the they go the- into those games like as a group? Because, you know, they meet, you know, the referees meet. Hey, we're going to call this thing tight. Don't, don't let it get out of hand. You think like that? Is that going into the game? Bottom line is. Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark, in my opinion, spent way too much time sitting on the bench. If you were trying to, nice. if you are trying to grow your game, okay. Here's the biggest stage. I think it was. They said Friday night's game was the largest audience ESPN's had for a women's game in 15 years. Final Four. So here's the anticipation. And yet we got the stars on the bench. Yeah. To me, that's just a dis. To me, that's just me. I like you've done a disservice. People came to. They're turning on the TV to see them, and we can't see them. You gonna call a technical foul on Clark? She threw the ball behind her back. What are yeah, we that doing? That was trash. What are we doing? People in the. I know this. People in the building are like huh. now. God bless. Uh, my girl who came off the bench and busted up the five threes for twenty one, mm. while Reese was on the bench. But if that doesn't happen. Who knows where this game goes? But mm. I, that was just my whole thing. It was like, man, can we let the stars play? You know, we, we if you pay to see Jordan play, can Jordan play and not call a tech? But anyway, that's just me. Oh, it's that's Carson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Carson. Jasmine Carson. Carson. Jasmine Carson. 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 So Jasmine, Jasmine Carson, 21 in the first half, 22 overall. So uh, it was good stuff. Good and stuff. And the regional here is here next year, by the way. The okay. men's regional will be at the AAC next year. The men's regional. Men's yes. regional here. Then I think the women's final is in Ohio. It's in Cleveland. Yeah, it's in Cleveland next year. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> so you going to Cleveland? <laughs> going to I know Cleveland. LSU fans going to go over there. It's going to be cold, too. It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. I like the games on TV. I've been to Cleveland. I saw the little promo they had on that. The land. It's in the land. And I'm like, man. Mm. <laughs> 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 I'm having on that TV. <laughs> take, take your winter, take your winter coat and some gloves up in there. It may snow on you up in there in the Final Four. So, actually, I think Ohio's got two of the next four, two of the next five women's Final Fours. Like uh, Cleveland's got it next year, and then Columbus has it a couple of years later on. So, take the coat, take the coat. But uh, anyway, uh, congratulations by the way to you, Heck, UNT, uh, the, NIT. the NIT. Yeah, NIT come on, champions. man. Come on now, Mean Green. Congratulations, bro. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm only talking about this dude. You know what I'm saying? Just, just so everybody knows. You know what I'm saying? We sent the messages about the topics today. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I started talking about LSU. He started talking about, oh, well, what's next? We're going to be talking about the NIT team. Though. Like, he don't want to talk about it. And, of course, he started LSU. early. He started yeah, early. What are you doing? No, no. He started early. Hey, hey, that hey, that yeah, wait, 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 wait. He started early, man. Space Jam. Let me take it He started early. He started early. All right. Special song. If he was in the 5-4, he would want to talk about yeah, it. You, come, you already know, Chris. At, they're in the final four of something, spelling bee or something. That's what it is. 829, I sent out topics. 829. Don't be like that, Nua. Don't make oh, us yeah. do it. Don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on now. 
Come on. You sent uh, LSU your, your, your shirt? Yeah, yeah. And I just said football topics only. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm you trying. hate it. You mean we've been talking about it for, for 14 minutes, you, and you hate it on the topic. Hey, man, I, I'm just I'm just trying to build the flow. It's like, <laughs> Are we talking yeah. about endowments next? Yeah, Are we talking about endowments next? <laughs> Are you trying to get to that? You've been waiting for me to ask? Nope. Hey, Newey gives money back because he's a trustee to USC Pembroke. If you was, can't find it, Google it. It's was, somewhere over there. It's done. somewhere over there. Somewhere I over loved there. it. Yeah. Oh, look but up the Vanilla way Ice. He's going to say uh, past appearances. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla Ice. That's the last place he's been. Pembroke. And wore the hat. Yeah, he went and got the hat. It was the hat. Turned around and went to get it. <laughs> it was wore the hat. You know what? It was, it was already in the car. No, it was. <laughs> we wore it to the soccer game. For the, that's yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I guess when we come back, we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and do bro, that. Let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, you know, I can talk yeah, about LSU all day because yeah. our baseball team, swimming team, track team, all that. Number one, number two, or number one, number two, all that, everywhere, all over the place. What? Football, SEC West Championship. Okay, we can get off of it. But, yeah, we having a hell of a year. That's all I know. I'm so happy for you. Thank you, bro. I'm so happy Thank you. for you, man. Love it's sarcastic, it. but I know I know my great. two guys over there. They, it they, ain't nothing with love. No, no, him. No, him. He's sarcastic. <laughs> I know man, you. I wore the shoes today. Oh! Let's pull it up on them then. Jeez Louise. Did you just throw your shoes up there? Put that camera on that thing. And you know they knew too because they don't got no dirt at the bottom. That's the box. Pull up on that. I just save it for the show because I know I know the hazing and hate hatred I get when I come here. He talked all that mess in what purple and gold down at the bottom. Like he didn't want to talk about LSU. Wrote a whole story on them last night. Y'all, I'm going to get new here. You ain't high for me, man. Yeah, yeah. Football nah, topics only. Yeah, football topics only. Pulled up the OG ones on <laughs> he, he was like, I'm, I'm going to find a, t- a time to show these shoes off. <laughs> they going to see Did that. <laughs> Players Lounge, Danny McCray, Heckma Harris, and Barry Church. I'm merely oh. Newey Scruggs. Taking all the hatred right here on a Monday on DallasCowboys.com. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King. Rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, Shave Logic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit shavelogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to shavelogic.com now for more smooth shaves. Guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Back to the Players' Lounge. Register now for 2023 Dallas Cowboys Youth Camps presented by Invisalign. Athletes ages 6 to 16 are invited to learn from the best this summer at AT AT&T Stadium or Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Football camps are led by former NFL players and cheer camps are are taught by current Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Save $25 when you sign up for camp by May the 12th. That is May one, two, early bird is over. You don't get your discount out after that. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash camps right now to sign up before May the 12th. All right? What day was that again? May the 12th. <laughs> May you sign up before May the 12th. Don't call you no, on. No, nah, ain't no discount. Danny McCray and say, hey, can I get that 25? Hey, they be calling the phone. See me, they be calling the phone. Hey, man, uh, I know it's May the 13th, but uh, can I? nah, I can't help you, though. Can't help. We've been Real talking about quick. this since February. Look Real up. quick, this is way off subject, <laughs> and it just kind of popped in my head. Way off Uh-oh, subject. Danger man. time. Y'all been watching D Mac? Y'all watch D Mac show? <laughs> I what? <laughs> this guy. Man, they don't watch. I'll talk about it. All, uh, commercial break. Commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, commercial. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Man, somebody was about to get his band in the hands. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> He's about to get the hands on Boy, t- the boy's about to get the national team. Watching. Now, CB watched the show. He know that ain't true. <laughs> you you see, Chris, 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 Chris. Was he about to get hands on TV? No, Is he about to get man. dealt with? No, no. But he, <laughs> hey. Is Wayne Brady going to have to tell you? If you watch the program. Listen, I'm telling you something. I'm not going to forget this, church. But, yeah, y'all go watch it, though. If you're listening, go ahead and watch it. Go ahead and watch it. It's, it's, now, got, it's got some fire on there. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Y'all got to watch this, man. Yeah, I, ain't t- I ain't took no else in seventh grade. I can't wait till I can't wait till. I can't wait till. Was it Wednesday? <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go back to the show. Anyway. Oh, man. Slug, your friends, huh? With friends like that. It just popped in the dog. It'd be your own It'd be your own people. Your own people. Your own people. Shade to see it. <laughs> Players Lounge right. brought to you by Tostitos with Barry Church, <laughs> Hatma Harris, and Danny McCray. I am Dewey Scruggs. Y'all look up that Phillip Rivers uh, 2010 <laughs> Dallas Cowboys versus. Stop uh, this. <laughs> oh, you got tape. You got Stop tape. Y'all go look that up, all right? Oh, oh, oh. Well, that's what we're going with. You started it. Because you started it. From Adam Schefter's tweet. (laughs) From Adam Schefter. (laughs) Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter is visiting the Bears today. It is his second visit. Uh, with him already, he's visited the Eagles. Carter's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, said he is declining visit requests for any team drafting outside of the top 10. Quote, I'm confident Jalen will go in the top 10, according to Drew Rosenhaus. He's a good person, a family man, loves football, and is a generational talent. End quote. And uh, the tweet goes on to say Carter was invited and plans to attend the NFL draft later this month in Kansas City. Oh, he's outside the top ten. He, he's like, no, nah, don't even call my phone. So Dallas, don't call me. Wow. 
I mean, that's, I mean, wow. He got it like that. You know, got, I mean, we've seen cats slip. I was like, that's all fine advantage until you get Brady Quinn up there. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers out here. Went all the way 20 something. Like. Geno Smith. No, he, he is not going to be one of those guys. And I don't want him to get nowhere near eight or nine. Don't get it. Oh, my God. Oh, we can't afford to have Look this here. happen. I don't want to see that. We don't want to see that. You we don't want to see him fall at 10 at, to the Eagles. No, no way. No way. I mean, and a lot of the things that he's enough. starting to do, you know, pre-draft is, like, he sounds like a guy that wants to fall. And I don't like this. Oh. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like it. Is he universally renowned as, like, the, the top defender in this draft? Like, oh, he, yes. Like, he's above Will Anderson in a, on a lot of boards. Yes. You thinking that? Okay. But as we're reading in, in, in their reports, you know, nobody's, nobody's got – Got it solidified, but here's some people say, all right, he's going to be off draft boards. Certain teams are taking him off draft boards. How? How do certain teams take – how do you take this player off of your draft board based off of what? Because it can't be on the film. It can't and, and, be filmed. And, and it's clearly off the field. Okay. So that's some concerns. Anyway, that's, that's what reports. Okay. So Detroit, don't do it. Don't do it. What was the time frame? Remember what happened to Leo? What was the time frame of when that news came out to to the draft? Was it closer than than we are oh, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was in the window. It, it was, was the draft before. Uh, I it was like, yeah, it was, it was, was when Chris. He was, it was the day before, I believe, because he was at the draft and he left. Hmm. So yeah, he was, was at yeah. the draft. Yeah, so uh, and he went undrafted. Yeah, so, so from a this, first round grade on some people's in some people's eyes, eight, eight, eight overall yeah. was what he was projected to go mm. for for college to being undrafted because um, a former girlfriend was was killed and then he was interviewed about it and no one was never named a suspect but just the interview alone scared everybody off in the NFL and Jerry ended up you know convincing him to to sign and got a great deal for him and then you know he had to. You know, the dinner at the house, invited all the linemen. There you go. There you go. We did, that's not where I'm just not. Wow. I was just trying to say that those type wow. of rumors and things can mess up your draft stock. That's or, all I was or saying. Or the offensive lineman and the quarterback came. And the other starting guard was, I guess he's at home with a two-piece from Popeye. Somebody told him. Hey, we took his ticket, huh? How you go back in the room like that? You couldn't call? I mean, now, now, now. Now imagine if 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 we all went in a room and we didn't tell Danny. Danny, wear us out next time he saw us, right? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be, oh. be salty. Hold on, just this past who they gave Noah Brown ticket to? <laughs> y'all like acting like it's something new. They gonna, they gonna get their guys now. They gonna get their guys. Uh, y'all, we, we talk about. <laughs> I think Ron Ron Leary was a starter. We were talking about a starter. Here. Noah Brown was balling at that time, bro. Noah Brown was making big time. Was, was he not making big time plays? At no, that he time? was, and and that was cold work. Yeah. But I, I get you, man. Come on now, come on, Louis. <laughs> Jeez. Jalen Tober's still out here trying to get oh. stuff. They interviewing everybody left and right around here too, man. Ain't no loyalty in the game, man. Not for long. Not for long. Yeah, not for long. This, these, these, were, these thoughts are newies. Yeah. But Put that is one thing that has changed from, you know, from re, like when we was, you ain't tweet out, you know, your team. Oh, we need this guy. We need yeah, nah. that guy. Knowing your boy is right there in the wings. Like. They crouting. They call that crouting. They crouting. They got to get, I mean, come, guys know. Guys know. They ain't even shabby about it. And we know, come on, man. Michael Parsons asked for everybody. Parsons don't care nothing about none of that. Hey, it's none of it's Trayvon. But it's Trayvon exempt though. If, if he's trying to get his brother to come here, is that is that fair? 
Nah, because if I'm seeing it, I'm sick. No, no, no. no. Exactly. Oh, it's not fair. If I'm seeing it, I'm sick right now. <laughs> no, no, because because CD's safe because that's a Jerry guy. That's a, he's a, you know when you become a Jerry guy, it's almost like you're a made man. If you Gallup, how you feeling? But Gallup already. Talk about this. Well, you got, huh? We're not going to talk yes, about this. Yes, we're not going to talk about this. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, all right. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. From the lifeguard station. I half of this. From the lifeguard. Chris from the lifeguard station. Thank you, Chris. Saving everybody. I'm just going to save a phone call from Derek. Hey, it wasn't me. Look, you know, I know who did it. It's Cruton. Okay, Shaggy. Yeah, nah, <laughs> hey, man, they got Okay, all right. All right. I'll, next next time. That's all. Cruton. That's all. Everybody come on now. I'm scrolling through Twitter. So, <laughs> you so clearly, come on out. Come on out. clearly the Cowboys do not have an opportunity in another one of the top tackles from the University of Georgia based on where they're drafting at here. I am of the opinion that a draft pick on the first or second day needs to be used on a defensive tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I wrong on that? No. Nah. I mean, that's the that's the final. In my opinion, either that or someone on the second level as far as linebacker is concerned. We talked about it on uh, what was it last Monday, I believe. Just having yeah. that impact linebacker on the second level could do wonders for your defense. Right. But you know, you got Van Der Esch, Jerry. You got Demon Clark. You know, he'll be his second year. He'll be able to round around and. Um, and kind of get back into, into it. But to me, you know, the interior <clears throat> defensive line has got to be where you got it. You know, that's what hurt this defense the most, running up the gut last year. So, you get somebody to clog them holes in there and stay off your linebackers, you got a chance. I'm, I'm going to think more about this now because of the absence of Carlos Watkins going to a different team, uh-huh. you know. Uh, he was a good guy in that rotation. And we had a lot of great players, but a lot of guys, as we talked about last week, that were healthy scratches. That's not a good look nice. for you on this defense. But – you have some pretty good talent right there at around 26 that they may be intrigued to go after somebody. Now, they won't be of the caliber of the guy that we're talking about maybe getting to 10th, which we don't want. Uh, but there's some good talent there. And um, second, third day, for sure, you're looking at the D-tackle spot. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm first, second day. Uh, when you think about Mike McCarthy coming out and saying we're a defensive team, he wish we would have ran the ball more, we need to yeah. play to our defense, make sure we keep those guys fresh. The way you do that, right? It's drafting <laughs> and making facts. sure that That's you're looking facts. out for the defense. Right. How can you get your keep your defense straight? Stopping the run. Allow Michael Parsons, like we said, if he's <laughs> undersized, you allow him to be a straight-up pass rusher. And that's by you stopping the run on first and second down. So I think this is one of the most important parts of, of the draft for us is making sure we solidify uh, that defensive line uh, position. I'm thinking the first day should be a player that is not sexy. At all. If people look, you know, you're not looking up the fantasy football numbers to me. That's where I look at where this team needs help. They need some help here, some positions that aren't going to be sexy. The people aren't running out to go buy a number, you know, 64 jersey or something like that. I mean, it needs to be some up front. Defensive line, preferably. <laughs> offensive line. Or when you talk about linebacker, front seven. They've got to address this. To me, if you're trying to go to another level, I look at the 49ers. That D-line covers up a lot. Oh, yeah. D-line, they make so many plays that a dude can be an average rookie quarterback and sit up here and take you to the championship game because defensively they were hard They were hard for you to play against. And, yeah. and as we saw with Dak Prescott and company, you had the ball with three minutes to go. You know, Defensively, man, they were able to make the plays and get it done, and it starts up front. I'm with you. 
I'm with you. Uh, yeah, up front. I will say this, though. I did see my man Dave Hillman. He he wrote his story. He was talking about needs and 7 to 10, you know, 1 through 10, like well, how important it is with 10 being the highest and O-line was at 7. And then, you know, you look at the at the tackle position and you say we got Tyrants coming back in the last year, his deal. You got Terrence uh, still on a one-year deal. What do you do? You need some depth. Right, Tyler Biotish. So yeah, we need some depth all over uh, that that offensive line uh, spot, especially looking into years years to come. So then you make sure you have to address that too, right? So I think his offensive line, de- defensive line should be your two main positions. You you picked up Cooks. <laughs> you, yeah. You're trying to solidify the uh, receiver room. Of course, you already know you're gonna have to pay some people on defense with Michael Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. Solidify your front uh, offensive line and your defensive line right now while you got the chance. So, so let me throw this out here. Cooks is here basically on a one-year deal, and you're going to have to pay C.D. Lamb. If there is, in their opinion, an impact receiver on day one or two, be it first, second, third rounds, would you do it? You know what? I think every year the myth is you go with your board, right? Drafting, hey, we'll go with our board, go with our board. They know the talent that's out there, and I think it's it's going to be also related to who these – like I said before, I want who Dan Quinn wants. And if Dan Quinn is saying that this safety or that D lineman is the guy that I want, and if, I, if he's there at 26, then I get him. But you, there's undeniable talent also at the wide receiver position. Uh, and looking down, as far as the long run is concerned, you're talking about Cooks and CeeDee Lamb. If, and I don't know if we can – if there's a kid like the kid from TCU, the wide receiver, the big kid, 6'3", 212 pounds, a playmaker that could be a difference maker for you as a rookie. Now, does that convolute and make things different for some other guys that you've gotten years past? I Look, that's just – that's just the way it's going to go. Uh, but I'm going to get a playmaker at 26 if he's there looking me straight in my face. And I'm not going to say, oh, I, well, I can get I can get a defensive lineman here. But look, if I got a bona fide dog, I'm going to get him. Well, who's, who's – I mean, it's 53, 53 spots on the roster now, all right? So, you get your wide receiver room right now looks like Cooks, <laughs> C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup. Now, you're going to draft a guy if he's sitting there in the first round? Which Jaylen one? Jalen Tolbert? I'm saying <laughs> – No, that's true. No, that's true. I'm saying, I'm saying what, like, what position are they going to play? And then if they are going to start, then what are you doing with – If you uh, have a bona fide playmaker sitting there watching you – I'm saying, what, what, so what, what are you doing with your roster at that point? Now you got four starting receivers on, on, your, on your squad. But that's the same depth that you're talking about a defensive lineman. No, yeah, no, no. Chauncey no. Goldston, you got also no, no, Diggy no, no. Zua. We, we, you... we, talk, we was talking about guys who are going – they're not sexy, but they're going to be here in their – not generational talent, but this okay. is what well, this was a weak spot of your offense of your off of your defensive line. Okay, we picked up Brandon Cooks because we had the receiver room as a uh, weakness on our team. So then now you gonna have four guys in there if you see a playmaker sitting at twenty six and you're yeah. like, all right, we gonna pick a guy in the first round. And now now you have to say, hey man, what are we going to do when we trot these guys out there? Who's gonna play special teams? Which one of them? Or who's gonna be a healthy scratch? Because somebody somebody's gonna be sitting there not getting any reps. Yeah generational, bona fide, whatever it is. That's what I'm saying. Going according to your board is what they talk about. And I know that guys like Dan Quinn probably have his eyes on talent. I'm down with that. But if you're looking at a guy that is that dude as your a playmaker, I can't, I can't walk away from that. That's like the B. John Robinson argument that we have. If he's sitting there looking at you at 26, do you say, no, I just came off of the Z contract, I don't – I'm actually okay with the B. John thing. I'm just talking about the wide receiver room because I think it's a little too – But still – <laughs> well, you know, talk about running back. I mean, you're talking about coming on the one-year one deal. Yeah. So is Brandon Cooks. 
Yeah, but I'm saying as as far, but you need two two backs. We said we need some more depth at the, in the backfield, right? We got Ronald Jones who's coming off health issues. If you got a guy with, like Bijan who slips down to 26, now you solidified at the running back position for how long? At least the next what four or five years? You're gonna pay CD Lamb. You're so, you're gonna be solidified at the at the as you're having your star right. receiver for a, for a decent amount of time if you sign CD Lamb. I just I just wouldn't do it if it's a receiver. But yes, if you have a bona fide playmaker at another position like running back, ah, that, like that's where I'm like, oh man, you know, we need to, we probably got to figure that out. Let's get our second break in here uh, and let's touch on Dak Prescott. He uh, has thoughts on the new play caller. To do that next, right here on the Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos DallasCowboys.com Radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right, it's not there. He escapes left, he'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! With Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Back to the Players' Lounge. Get a behind-the-scenes look at all things Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium at the Star, presented by SeatGeek. Check out the locker rooms, playing fields, Super Bowl memorabilia, and more. Get your tickets today at DallasCowboys.com slash tours. Heckman Harrison right here on the Players' Lounge. Brought to you by Tostitos. Mm-hmm. Got Barry Church yes, here. Sir. We got uh, Danny McCram, Newy Scruggs. Dak Prescott. Dak, Dak. Here's a guy that I like because just he's, he's, he's like Troy. He just says all the right things. He'll say a whole lot of things that are positive and, you know, go from there. <laughs> 
what is he gonna say about the new play call? Dak's gonna take the high road. He, you know, he's like he's like Obama. Everything is good. Like okay, okay. Um, what are your concerns about the new play call? I have if none. Any? No? I have I have no concerns with the new play caller. I have been on here multiple times, multiple years, saying that I believe that Mike McCarthy should be calling plays. Uh, he said he was in the lab. He went in there and studied. He came out with something that I thought was going to be, you know, revolutionary to the game and, and change our offense into one of, the, you know, not just number one, but one of those offenses that make those big-time plays when they count like we needed against San Francisco. I think now the onus is on him, and I think him and Dak <coughs> will have this relationship together where they know, hey, man, your, my success is dependent on yours because if we can't figure out a way to get it done this time, one, one, of, them, one of them is in trouble. So – Dak said that, hey, man, he's looking forward to it. There's going to be some new things that he's pro- that's probably going to help him, and I and I I believe that. So I got no issues with it. All right. Look, I, look, I didn't. I don't have an issue with the play caller here. I don't have a play issue with the play caller. I was here before. <laughs> really? I, I don't. No. I don't. He I don't. don't. He's I said it from I the beginning. I love, I love that about you, dog. You are true to it. The beginning, he does not man. give up. No, no. It's not going to come down to the play calling. It's going to come mm. down to these turnovers. We all know that. We true. all know that. That's what it comes down to. How did we lose that playoff game against the 49ers? We turned the football over when it mattered most. The defense played well enough to win that game. Am I wrong? No. They played well enough to win that game. When you throw the interceptions that he's thrown, he led the league in interceptions and missed five games. I'm not putting that all on the play caller. We saw these interceptions. It wasn't like they were Fugazi, you know, tipped up by six different guys. Some of these interceptions were thrown right to these defenders and it, when it mattered most. So, look, Dak, I, you know, I believe that he can be a top – he is a top ten quarterback in this league and he can be one of those elite guys if he cuts down on the turnovers. I don't think changing the offensive coordinator is going to make that big of a difference. It's going to come down to whether he can make these throws and read defenses or not. How many years did Kellen Moore call the plays? Too many. Oh, more than just last year. Yeah, Dak wouldn't wouldn't always lead the it's league. It's his headache for real. Now. <laughs> it's his headache for he real. Now, he, was like, he wasn't always yeah. leading the league in intercessions. Like he wasn't. He no. he no, was I'm it. saying he's he, he's been one of those quarterbacks. You say, hey man, if they if they do it right with Dak there, that's why he got paid. Then they should be going way further into the playoffs than they have been going. And that was Kellen Moore as the play caller last year. Yes, Dak had a year where you like, oh man, I I don't know. But there have been years, multiple years, when we all came here and said, man, I don't know what the hell Kellen doing. We, yeah. yeah. Well, what? But you know who ain't forgot? But those, <laughs> those, but those no. offenses were still top ten offenses. No, yeah. they were. Yeah, we talking about situational. Yeah, we talking about situational. Statistically, uh, though, that's no. the whole thing, man. You guys want to get on the statistics, but we sit around here and look at when it's nut cutting time, not getting it yes, done. Yeah. So we're moving goalposts. Like, was I'm this not, team? I'm was this team a top? Was this team a top offense? We or not? have not. It was. We have not strayed. So it, it was. <laughs> so what are we? Number saying? one, actually, oh. in score in the categories that matter. But I. But you pointed out it's the turnovers that killed all of that. And you know how hard it is to win a game when you're throwing multiple interceptions per game, and we had that problem. And it was also, B.C., it was the offensive inefficiency. It just looked inept at times. So, heck, so two years ago, yeah, man, they're scoring 44 points against the NFC East. Scoring half of that against everybody else. You go to Kansas City, can't get no points. But you see the piggy whoop up on the Giants. So while we talk about old statistically number, you gotta sit up here and talk about when when were they against winning teams? And a lot of people brought, talked about that. Were you beating good people? They weren't. 
And this past year, yeah, you put up some nice numbers and all that, but what's the numbers getting you? So you saying them, when we played them bad teams, that's what was bringing the average up. That's what, yeah, okay, all right, just making sure we was on. Because I remember Denver. God, you remember Denver too? <laughs> I do. Man, I walked. I said, man, what is going on? <laughs> Talk the blueprint, so, not the cowboy, <laughs> not the ca- the western the the sound effects. It's, cra- it's crazy, right? Kellen Moore, you, I know you love Kellen Moore, but what happened when Dan Quinn got here? I was like, oh god, yes, we need to lean on the defense because what we've been doing ain't working. It ain't working. Everybody else I mean, there like Dan Quinn, I mean, even Mike McCarthy, like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Vic Fangio came up there in your own house. I didn't gave everybody the blueprint. Here you go. Yeah, Buddha Baker told us. Here you go. They all told you. What did Buda Baker say? He said we we can make them check into whatever offense, and whose whatever responsibility play. is it to make those checks? Who it's who's the, inputting the, the, quarterback. the quarterback? No, no, who's inputting okay. the play? Okay, so so hey, so, so, yeah. so if Kellen Moore says, "Hey, man, if they show you this, I want you to check to that." Who, who who's so who, he, is he doing I, the right? Like I, if, if Buda Baker yeah. said, right, "If I'm a down safety, we going he's going to okay. check." That's, that's okay, on the quarterback, let's, let's, right? Let's just go based off what we know. When we play defense, when we play defense, and Rob Brown was out there, he said, hey, man, they motion over to this, we checking to that. Just just based off that's on defense, right? Defense. So if, if it goes offense the same way, hey, man, if they, get into, if they give you this look, I want you, because you've been studying, to check because we're going to be open on this side. But I'm you, telling you it's going to be open. But you think Dak Prescott being at the year he is has these two, you got to either make this play or this play. You don't think he has the ability to say, hold on, hold on, let me look. Okay. I need you to do that, you to do that. You don't think that? We, but you guys we, are talking about seen, the same we, thing. We, though, we ain't seen actually. Dak Prescott do nothing. That, when Romo used to get out there and hit you with the uh, – <laughs> no, you, you, Have you seen that? Wait a minute now. No, no. Yeah, no, no, no. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. You saw that from that? I don't know. The, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. You played with Romo. But we you, saw you, play, what, you ain't seen Dak do that. But we saw what Buda Baker said, all right? Yeah, I, we I, saw I, it. Scooby-Doo. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. He ain't done it. We see. No, but Romo get out there and tell everybody, hey, man, you go left. Dez, I want you to run a fade. I want you to do this. We have not seen that. We see him say, hey, man, we're going to check whatever play is in the playbook on the on the paper. It looks like that's what they checking to. And it looks like Buda Baker's like, all right, we know if they line up in this and we show them something opposite, they're going to believe that this is open. I just think it's hard to believe that a quarterback on Dak's level can only go up there and have two plays. That that's impossible. To me, that's, that's impossible. Not, I'm not saying he, he he's have, down here. All right, we have to run right here. No, no, I, yeah. I don't he think can, that's the he case. Can, he can have three plays. He can have four. But it's, we so, know, so it's his know, decision. We know, we yeah. know that check, when the right? lead comes, we, we'll see what happens this year. I don't know. We'll, actually, we'll, we'll see what happens to your quarterback. Because well, you're going to have it. You're going to have it. This was a Dak Prescott topic. No, no, no. No, it's like we're throwing it over here. Now we're throwing it over there. No, we hopped on the Kellen Moore topic because we were talking about Mike McCarthy not calling the play. So you'll be able to see it this year. Make I sure you draft like Justin said. Herbert. Is, oh, he's in Make he's sure in you draft him. I just think it's hard to believe. You going up there. My guy's in what, his eighth year? Seven, eighth year? Yeah, seven. And you going up there year. saying, all right, there's a there's an eight-man box. I have to run this run play here because that's what the play book pass. says me to do. It's a pass I don't, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. When Mike McCarthy as a coach says that, look, I'm going to make the playbook where these guys don't have to think about several different things at once. I'm going to make it simplistic. You know, does that not worry you? With, especially, this is the argument that you're making. You're saying that defensive coordinators come in. We know exactly what you're going to do. We know what plays to call to make you audible out of what you call. You're saying Dak is at a point in his career where, look, he should have the whole playbook, buffet basically, to make a call if he's facing something that he hadn't seen before. Look, all of that, all of those things being said and, and being equal, Mike McCarthy comes in with a simplistic look to his offense, that he's had success with with Aaron Rodgers, with 
You, you, an offense that Brett was called Favre? a long Brett Favre, an offense that was called a very long time ago. So we don't know how this is going to look and how Dak Prescott is going to look in it. So the word that's the worry. I'm 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 excited. I'm, I'm gonna just stand on that one. I'm still hype. I'm ready. I want to see what he learned in the lab. I know you say this. Oh, I want to see, it, and I can't wait to see what the charges look like. You already know what's happening over there. You already <laughs> know what's happening over there. Eckler talking about he trying to get up out of there. And we don't have a run. We don't. And I don't feel as though like we're going with Tony Pollard. But after that, what is our running game going to also look like? Well, guys, I wish we'd have started with this topic first. Is we got to go. Uh, we well, we started talking well, we about like basketball. All good. Huh? We got we got like three. Yeah, we had to go. Uh, yeah, you. Yeah. I just think it's wild. They're gonna put it all on the OC. Not all of it, but I mean. He your problem now, and you got him, all and y'all going to have that number man. one off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all Good luck. is all on the I OC. Just, I just can't yeah. wait for you. Your, That's your, wild to me, when, man. When Brandon Staley lets you go for a fourth and seven at your own 23 yards. <laughs> we all know Staley's trash. We, we all know, we all know that. Oh, oh, he already ready to blame it on Staley. No, oh, Kellen Moore, now he really calling the plays over there. So, so you know, we go bad. We, we all agree, though. Come on, all that head coaches. Come on, now. I'm just saying, if Kellen Moore is going over there, I don't want to hear no excuse. About, about, okay. No more than yeah. yeah. <laughs> Church. Nine and eight. I'll put the knife on that. Yeah. Hot five. I'll put the knife on that. Which one you paying? Andy Reid, Sean Payton. Okay. I can't reach. I can't reach. <laughs> Danny McCray. I'm Dan, You cold, man. What's wrong with you, man? Players Lounge. We'll talk to you next wow. Monday. Got the media match coming up at noon central time right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Y'all tripping, man. I'm telling y'all right now. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!